Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. What is happening, you heretics? Bam, Flying Monkeys Wargaming, where if Wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. If you listen at work, you probably should not listen at work or get yourself a good damn set of headphones. If you're listening at home, you probably should not listen around kids or just don't have kids and the problem solved. We are a weekly tabletop wargaming podcast. We talk predominantly about Warhammer 40k and uh, all of the competitive scene in the Midwest and wherever else we feel necessary. So this week we talk a lot about Adeptcon. We had some guys that went to Adeptcon, did the Adeptcon thing and uh, their experience, what they thought about it. Uh, also some feedback on the meta. Um, if the meta's got you down, keep your chin up, keep your keep the faith, man. It'll uh, it'll get better. I'm looking forward to that data slate coming in May. Speaking of down the road, September, Flying Monkey Con, www.flyingmonkeycon.com. Uh, tickets are still available. If you don't have your tickets, uh, go get them. Uh, you get better swag if you uh, if you sign up early. You get the 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 kind of okay swag if you sign up later. So the sooner you get signed up, the better swag you'll get at the event. Uh, everybody gets a little bit amount of swag for their their time and their their coming out to the tournament. So uh, if you want to see what Fly Monkey Con's all about, as mentioned in a Frontline Gaming article this week, as one of the one of the premier events in the country. Uh, we look forward to putting it on for you guys. Uh, you should get out and see what it's all about. So, I am rambling and doing the thing. I will shut up. Here's the episode. We got hell. Well, I think Scott exploded. Nope, never mind. That's her. He's good. I'm here just to help my kid with something real quick. He's just... He's getting in the zone. We're getting hailed and stormed on here in Wichita, so if you lose Alex and I, that's probably what's going down. So, yeah, that storm's coming towards us. I know we're watching that. All right, Dustin Webb says howdy, howdy. Clark Paint says here's hoping you mentioned all the way craft world lord. It is tough. You know what he's talking about, Alex? It, like the Wraith Lord? I assume that's what he means. I mean. It's a Wraith Lord that has a six up invulnerable, so you can spend fate dice on it. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like <laughs> it's have... it's it's neat. Like it's it's good, but Yeah. Oh. I think I'm saying this right. Tividar Lucas says, Hey, what's up? Ben Spears. Fuck that guy. Says he wasn't gonna mention <laughs> Scott's mustache. Dude, Scott had like the hipster mustache for a Devicon. <laughs> he was so. he was rocking it. <laughs> Scott, I I regret not grabbing you and doing the Tesla talk on Sunday. I totally I got in the zone on our game and then just totally skipped it. No, Dude, I mean, he, you guys were shooting for something, so it's it's no big deal. If you wouldn't had the if you wouldn't have the stocking cap, it would have been borderline mustache, but the <laughs> stocking cap completed the it look. balanced it out. It balanced yeah, it out so. for sure. My brother's like, oh, did you move to Portland or something? <laughs> no, I didn't. Sorry. Tell me you smoke enough weed though. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if we'll see Dan tonight. Dan is supposedly working. Uh Ben said he's got some some lady stuff to get done. So Godspeed, Ben. Uh, avoid being castrated. So we'll start off, man. Uh, I know you guys came off with Epicon. So, you know, I guess it's technically you're not going to get dojo time if you're at the big show. Uh, Alex and I did get an RGTN. Yep. And, nice. Uh, How'd that go? 
It went pretty good. I yeah, that's good. We both went two and zero, uh, and man, so that last round magic. There's some glitch in BCP. Check this out. So <laughs> I don't think it's a glitch. <laughs> it's Alex and I, given the army and given the time, Alex and I can beat each other half the time. One half the yeah. other. I think Alex gets me a little bit more than I can get him, but we can beat each other. And we're probably on what, like the 16th time that round one BCP just matches Alex it, and I up. It happens a like, lot. Like same lot. team <laughs> round one, it matches Alex and I up. And uh, it happened again. And I was like, nope, not, not doing this round one. Nope. <laughs> And uh, so swapped my pairings with someone else, and uh, it worked out. But uh, I played uh, I played Crusher Stampede. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much played the the Sherwin list from LVO, so it's probably not optimized as far as what people are rolling with Crusher Stampede right now. But I had a good good fun games. Uh, first guy I played was a local witch called tall guy who's decided to start coming out for tournaments and. Yeah, I mean, he's a good enough player, man. He had thousand sons and you know knew knew how it all worked. There wasn't a whole lot of like explaining or figuring out rules or terrain. Like it's good. I was pretty surprised that like for someone who I hadn't seen around the tables just to jump in and and just you know kind of kind of swim upstream with everybody else a little bit. And so I made a new friend out of that and he's local. So hopefully I get some games in with him. And then uh, game two, <laughs> I was sitting there, <laughs> and poor Charles. I had Charles round two at a free state, yeah. And then uh, the the pairings went up, and it paired me and Charles round two. <sighs> and I saw my name paired with Charles, and I looked outside because he was sitting out on you know the patio out <laughs> on the back of the shop, <laughs> yeah. And Charles like will put his phone in his face when he's looking at it, so you can see it. And uh, Charles has his phone in his face. I saw his lips, and he goes. God damn it. <laughs> it's like, I was like, okay. So, uh, but he was trying custodies out. So, you know, he, he, he wasn't, wasn't necessarily new to the custodies. Didn't know him yet. Yeah. We've but, got a story uh, about that. <laughs> yeah. So we had a, we had a fun game and I wound up spitting in Charles butthole. And then uh, I'll let Alex get through his round one and two. And then around three is the same. Cause Alex and I wound up on top table together. So. Go ahead, Alex. This where you oh, jump okay. in. I'll about. go ahead and jump in. <laughs> so let's. I'm going to start with my the Charles story. So we found out after the tournament that he didn't know about the no reroll strat until game three, Ooh. and it, like everyone was very confused when we heard that because it's like the reason to play custodian. I like it's very confusing. For some reason, um, I was in the game with like six CP. I don't know where to yeah, use. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I just never use my CP for anything. It just boggles the mind. So, uh, my first thing, a game after Bam decided not to play me, um, was against Thousand Sons, one of our local guys who. Bam, that army's aged. What's that? You can't hear me. It says they can only hear Bam. I got it. It was. Okay. There was oh, a- I can hear him. Got it was it. a switch I hadn't flipped. They should be able to hear you guys now. Sorry about that. Sweet. Um, so basically, so far, Charles Charles was a dumbass. He didn't know that the custodians had a no reroll strat. Alex <laughs> said it nicer than that. I'm sorry, Charles. So, all right. Go on. It'll <laughs> sound nicer on the podcast for yeah. the podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first game, Thousand Sons, uh, local guy. His list is firing on, you know, six cylinders at least, maybe eight. Uh, they've actually aged pretty well, I think overall uh now that the 
Grey Knights are not one in every three armies. I think Thousand Suns have a little bit of play. I think they're they're pretty good. Like the Terminator bomb is still strong. The mortal wound output is still strong. So uh, he went really mechanized. He had a Leviathan, three Hellbrutes, and two Mauler Fiends in addition to the ten Terminators. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, the, the way that the mission and the board just ended up being, I got to push one flank super, super hard with my really fast shit, and there was nothing he could really do about it. And once the points, like, tipped, then he had to leave protective, you know, walls and cover and all that, and I just hail doomed him off the table. Um, so, but the army was good. He definitely, it, it's got some scary stuff to it, so that was pretty good. Uh, second game was against Mark, the resident Grey Knight player. Yep. Um, he was running Paladins with four Dread Knights. Um, and unfortunately for Mark, Dread Knights die real, real fast when Eldar shoot at them. Um, <laughs> honestly, so like I wasn't even dealing with the Paladins or planning on dealing with the Paladins. Yeah. Um, I managed to get a Doom off and they were just happened to be the best target for it on a turn that I wasn't going to deal with them. I shot them with 10 Dire Avengers, 10 Guardians, and one Wave Serpent and killed six and a half. Oh, was it just uh, rolling for no, saves? I no. Mean, I, I mean, it's, I made him take like 40 saves. Like with, you know, Doom. It's all because it's all uh, Dire yeah. Avengers are all AP2. Yeah. And they were guided. So, like, I mean, the Dire Avengers by themselves did like 25 plus wounds on, oh. a, on a four up save. Sorry, but that's rough. Yeah, that's so and, rough. You know, the serpent does two damage, so it plinked yeah. off like one and a half by itself. And yeah, so it's just that pop like Space Marine, like power armor, Terminator armor stuff, uh, it, it melts pretty quick against Shuriken. So yep. I say time and time again, there. man. These these dudes are like like they, they were so big on making Space Marines two wounds, and everybody thought that was gonna be this great yeah, thing. And like everything afterwards has been designed to kill exactly that. It's yeah. like it just just murders that shit. So it's either two damage or it's so high AP that you just take you're taking wounds. So yeah, yeah. So that um, so that that tip pretty hard. Uh, you know, Avatar doesn't give a shit about Wraith Knights. It just walks up and smacks him to death, and that's that. So yeah, um, that was we're pretty- using the we're using the old model for the Avatar. Yep. That's all I got. Still the last, legal model. The, the last hurrah of the 40 millimeter base avatar. So <laughs> that's, uh, I think Adepticon ruled that the same way, didn't they? They did, yeah. man. A primary well, model's not available. Fucking... Yeah. How else would you rule it? You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what else? Same base, right? That's what I've been telling everybody here. It's the yeah. legal. It's the legal model right now. That is the legal model for that data sheet. In yeah. in all my practice games, I have been running it like set on top of a ninety millimeter base and like yeah. running it that way to get the practice with it. But at the tournament, like fuck it, I'm gonna run what's yeah. legal. So, you know, get a last hurrah. Um, yeah, speaking of that little bastard, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Oh. He's uh, he's been working out for me really well though. Like I've never once been mad that I spent two hundred and seventy points on him. So. That's good. Um, it's nice to have a piece like that in your army. Yeah, it's well. So since I I teched so heavy into infantry, I have so many T three infantry bodies that are just on the table. You have to have the distraction card effects, and he's a really really good distraction card effects. Yeah, yep. side by side with two wraith knights or wraith lords rather. So, um, third game obviously then spam and his uh, crusher stampede. Um, I made him. I made a mistake and uh, forgot about the leviathan swords. Um, 
So I went a little ham on the first turn. I did drop a harpy, but like not not ham like I'm all in, but I moved a little further forward than I probably ought to have. Uh, and his fly rent got to charge my avatar. Uh, and then, bam, wounded him once and then twice with a reroll. And I fortuned or uh, fate diced one away because I still had a six up, still of had course. a six up, six up armor save, even though he was ignoring my invulnerable. And then I think I took, I took the three damage. I think I feel no pain. One of them. So after all the mortal wounds and all that, he was on six of his fourteen wounds. He swung back, murdered the flyrant real hard. And then, yeah. like from that point on, it was just a nosedive for Bam. It just, Shink. yeah. I had a, Shink. I had a moment. I told Alex, <laughs> I was like, when people bring up this dice bullshit and they oh. talk about bad players bringing dice, like <laughs> you need to defend my fucking honor. And Alex yeah. is like, so I got you. He was, like, <laughs> he, his charges, he had a one inch charge with the flyrant, rolled a two, and then had like a two inch charge with his other harpy and rolled a three. So, Ooh. like back to back, like and then it's like just and with with like almost all the attacks, yeah. like the flyrant was like super ready to kill the the flyrant. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he hit super good. I think he hit with seven out of his eight, but he only wounded. I was wounding on twos, Alex. No, you, yeah, were, but, you were you were wounding on like threes, threes. I think. But yeah, it was threes. it was terrible. You rolled terrible, right? He wounded still, with one. He still has damage, so I mean, he does. Yeah, but he ignores invulnerables, so he was still taking three out of the five. On yeah. every one that I had him beat like up. I should have been should have been dead basically. Um, so well, just, yeah. That then fate dice, that one fate dice, that one fate dice. That's right. And fate then, dice uh, are a really good mechanic. I'm uh, yeah. pretty happy with it. So I did the right thing after seeing what the uh, Dire Avengers did with the Hell of Doom Shuriken. Like I just slaughtered them motherfuckers on my turn one. Oh yeah, he killed like, the shit out of them. Like, I thought, like, I can't take another turn of that or I'm going to have nothing on the board. So yeah. I killed all the Dire Avengers. Well, there were, like, two left, three left. There was one Exarch left. One yeah. Exarch left. And uh thought, like, okay, I'm in a good place. Yeah. You know, and and, uh, and I figured, like, whiffing with the, the Hive Tyrant wasn't the end of the world. I might still be able to pull this game off. Yeah. And uh, then Alex's turn. Yeah, my turn two, I killed, I killed <laughs> Swarmlord. Yeah. I killed two of his three stone crushers. I killed a harpy, and I also got mm. my banshees yeah, into his this, hive guard. This is where I was like, if the hive guard live, right, I can hold and down some points and maybe just keep picking his shit off. Right. And he had an eight inch charge with them goddamn banshees that he had the Leroy Jenkins of across the board to get. Yep. And uh, sure as fuck, I, 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 I had the run fade dice, but not the charge one. So I actually, he got his eight. He got his eight like on and, the dot. So. And we called it there because they were, I mean, the Banshees are going to murder them. Like, it's not yeah. even a thing. So. Yeah. I was like, I'm good. I'm going to go eat pizza, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was fun, though. I, I mean, I had fun. I, you know, I know that book isn't going to be around in a few weeks. But, you know, playing the bugs is kind of dope. I've never, since 40K, I've owned Tyranids. I bought Tyranids. You know, I've owned GSC. I bought GSC. But it's been armies that I've never really just played on the tabletop. So, like, getting to play the high mind stuff, getting to play the GSC, getting to play the Tyranids, um, it's just kind of been fun. And, and I hope that new book, like, if it was, if it stays what it was, you know, it looks like it's going to be a lot more fun. But for me, yeah, anyway, they're, they're going to be just fine. Yeah. So. I mean, there's something to be said playing your buddy at the last the last round, though. It is always enjoyable. That's a, always, you yeah, know, you're yeah. going to at least end the tournament on a fun game 
Dude, you know, I will tell you that losing to Alex round three feels a lot different than losing to Alex <laughs> round one. Losing your buddy round one is the worst. Yeah. Well, and like it's happened to both of us. Like Alex yeah. has scooped on me round one. I've scooped on him round one. And it's like, well, I just, my day's done. You know, it's like yeah. at least that way we felt like we had a full day out of it. So, it was, yeah. Especially at an RTT. Like, yeah. that's the worst. Yeah. There's no good, recovering, man. basically. So, that was a good time. His, I mean, my first event in since December, probably. Yep. I think so. Ish. When the real dark times were upon us. And, I mean, one would argue that with Harlequins, the real dark times are on us. Hang on, guys. I'll be right back. I'm getting water in my window. We keep, uh, uh, keep shaking that rust off, though, man. Yeah, Jeez. no. I, I mean, I'm Eldar, my baby. Like, I, I know they haven't changed that much, you know. I mean, you were terror when there was fucking seven flyers on the field. <laughs> Those were good times. I remember seeing that list of conquests. I was like, I don't want to play that. I just yeah. don't want to even do anything. That was that was early into that list too. Everyone yeah. had a bad time till Northington fucking cheated, <laughs> dickhead. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, all right. So um, next on here is hobby time. Anyone got any hobby time in? Yeah, painting uh, wraith lords. Yeah, I. Well, uh, I mean, my hobby time was Adepticon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Did you, you paint while the Tesla drive? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get this shit done, dude. I yes. thankfully had my stuff ready, so I didn't have to do any, like, last-minute painting for Adepticon, which was nice. Yeah, it's like, hold on, Elon, take over, please. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Matt Root just said, uh, Bam is a bitch. Oh, that seems rude. And then uh, he also wanted to know if everybody knows that Tim owns a Tesla. Absolutely, I I've heard didn't. it. I've heard it once or twice mentioned. <laughs> it's it's been referenced. <laughs> we didn't get to do Tesla talks at Holton for whatever reason. Just it was the schedule was kind of action packed, but Tim and I had every intention <laughs> of doing it. Well, the start of the tournament, there was a lot of emotions flying. You know what I mean with the terrain and everything. So it, was, it ended uh, up okay, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It wound up okay. You know, it just, and I, I, I said something, someone asked me last week, you know, or asked about it, and I was I was pretty nice about it. And I think part of it was because Carrie was willing to fix and willing to look at it, because if that terrain would have maintained, that would have been for a bad event. So Yeah, yeah it would have been rough. Uh, looked, looked awful on those preliminary pictures. Yep. No, it was a good recovery, though. Yeah. Or uh, should Scott and I talk about our Adepticon journeys? Yeah, that's next on the notes, man. Uh, we didn't get ch- Scott didn't give a chance to answer if he had hobby time or not. Oh yeah, Tim. my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. So Jesus. I just got a bunch of my my orcs back from uh, from Adepticon, so I'm gonna start painting a bunch of those. I got I got to travel a bunch pretty soon, so I've got a lot of hotel time to just sit and paint and there drink. <laughs> oh the shit! Things. There's a there's the hero free state needed, but uh. Didn't want. <laughs> oh, he just showed up. There he is. He showed up. Dan just popped in there. We said his name one too many times. It summoned him. So, <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I wish I could have been at Adepticon. Some of you guys know that uh, my store manager got a got a better job with better pay, and I I wish him the best. But that meant I had to be on the boots on the ground, uh, making sure the ship didn't sink the last couple of weeks. So, I was unable to attend Adepticon. But you guys were, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Scott steer this one, and uh, you guys can get through the Adepticon stuff. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, like, I don't know, Tim, when you guys got in there, but I got in uh, Friday night, and uh, it was a long drive to get up there for me. 
What about yourself? I got in. I got in Wednesday night. I wanted. Well, I was in the champs on Thursday, but I wanted to check out the uh, the GW preview on Wednesday. So yeah. What'd y'all think of the GW preview? Um, Talk about that a little garbage. bit. I was. I mean, I was excited as a heresy as a heresy guy. I'm excited. I like. I like the idea of the horse heresy stuff. Yeah, Alex was we, shitting on it earlier. We, we, okay. No, no. I, I'm excited for the heresy. I fucking hate seventh edition. Yeah, that's, that's true. Not, it, well, they okay. So they said in the live presentation, they said that it's it's a completely new rule set. It's not it's not seventh ed two point Oh, because well, that's what the posts kind of makes it sound like. Specifically, and, 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 so. and it could be, but how they described it to us was. We don't want it to be seventh ed 2.0 because seventh because heresy was shoehorned into seventh and it really wasn't an ideal fit for the game. But at the same time, heresy doesn't really fit ninth edition either. That they needed to develop a unique rule set for heresy. Because Alex, I'm with you. My last yeah. game of heresy was three years ago to Depticon. Yeah. Where turn one, I went to go shoot my basilisk, and my opponent was like, uh, that's not in the front arc of that tank. And I was like, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I forgot every reason I hated seventh edition oh, yeah. until <laughs> this moment. And you claimed that it wasn't in my front arc and I'm done. Like, I was just, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all about it then. Like if we get, if we get a new rule set, that's like made for that game that functions yep. way you know better. I'm, I'm all on board. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, okay. So I have to say though, I sat next to, this guy who Dan is no longer the salt. Oh king. yeah. I you were met saying the salt king and he was his old cat. And you know, we joke about Bam being a boomer. This guy was legit a boomer, not just pretend boomer. And he was, I put that on a shirt. Pretend. boomer. <laughs> he was mad at everything. Like Mike Brandt was like, all right, I'm going to bring the Adepticon TOs up on stage to say a few things. And he would like yelled. He's like, why do we need to hear from them? And then like, they were like, all right, guys, who's hyped for Necromunda? And he just like cups his hands together and he goes, boo, Necromunda. He was not kidding. He was 100% serious. Everything. Well, and then he's booing everything. And I'm like, what are you here for? Like, what game system are you here for if you're mad at everything? And he gets up for the Q&A and he's like, where's the Warhammer old world update? Like, he's an old Warhammer fantasy guy and he wanted an update on like their old world, old world project. And they're like, hey, great question. Still a few years off. Don't have a timetable. And he sat back down. And he's like, ugh. He starts ranting again. He was the saltiest dude I have met in quite some time. That's so It's people like him or why we're not getting it. Yes, it's 100% true. So, but the, I thought the Necromunda models were really cool. I yeah. love I've the, never played the game. But I love the models. Those models. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm not great the, the new were. Necromunda, but the aesthetic of all those models has just been dope so far. Yes. Yes. I mean, as far as I know, it plays exactly like the old Necromunda did. So I've never played Necromunda. Yeah. I mean, ever. it's super lethal and yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool, but beyond a little bit more clarification, nothing more than you would have gotten, you know, on the online preview. So, all right. Well, I think we should talk about the champs now. Okay. How'd, uh, how'd you do? How'd you wind it? I finished uh, three and one. And so if you're unfamiliar with the Depticons format, you you play four rounds on Thursday and then the top 16 get to advance to, to day two. So, it, I mean, it was a super major in terms of size. We had 256 players exactly. Um, but its format is unlike others. Um, the terrain has been debated all over the internet at this point and yeah it was as rough in person as you're hearing online it was just i think the thing that frustrated me the most about it and i and i told some of the guys that ran it so i don't 
feel bad saying this on here because I I definitely voiced my opinion in person is they made no, there was no new terrain right I was at Adepticon three years ago like there was to me no visible effort to provide any ninth edition style tables they just wheeled out the stuff they used to have and and they just rolled it out again and I mean literally on day one I mean Sasser you were there for day one of teams where they were like yeah we know our 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 terrain is you know one two three editions out you know just do your best to make it work and it's just like man when that's the kind of thing you got to say before you start your event that's not a good sign so that part was a little bit frustrating but um overall first round i i played um and i i thought i'd be able to look back at bcp but it's closed already but i, I played a, a cool dude who played old school chaos demons was just there to have a good time and try and win best painted so you know he was super chill that was no big deal. I ran, um, I ran Eldar again. Pretty much my exact same list as Free Stage, just because I had the rounds with it. And although You're I knew simple. I wanted to tweak some things, I figured stick with the Ulthway, right? Yeah, Ulthway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then rounds two and three, I played pure Harlequins, which was not fun. Uh, I won both of those games barely. Um, the end of my round two actually got really heated. Um, he was a great opponent. Again, name escapes me. He's the head judge for Motor City Mayhem, and he was awesome. His dice were garbage the whole game. And then, but because Harlequins are Harlequins, and it was a hold two, hold three mission, he was still in the game despite his dice being terrible because just the board presence that Harlequins have is so good and it's so resilient. Um, but uh, at the end of the game, he was convinced that I had not scored, that I had scored far less of the mission points than I actually had. And I, and every at the end of every round, I was telling him what I had on my sheet. Like, hey, I've got this many points, this many points. And he had, he had affirmed it every time I had said it. And so, you know, he was insistent that, he, that we had tied. I was like, no, dude. And I tried to walk him through it. And ultimately, he was cool with it, which was very big of him. Um, you know, but I, I was like, I have it in my notes. This is, we talked about this, you know, and, and ultimately he, he was, he was fine with rectifying it that way. And then round three, uh, same thing, light Harlequins on a hold two, hold three, which was again, exhausting. Um, the only reason why I managed to win that game was because I yeeted a wave serpent back on it's, it's, it's the mission where. Um, what's the name of the mission? It's where if you're on your back objective, then you can do the action and you get as many points based on how many no man's land missions or objectives. The old vital intelligence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were playing that and what secured the win for me was I, I ran my wave serpent up onto their objective and, and she only had, uh, a, a seer sitting on it and I blew it off with the wave serpent. And then I was sitting on their objective and they couldn't go back and do the action on the, uh, on the bottom of five. And because of where they were positioned. And so I was able to win by a few points on that one too. But I mean, it was just, and I'm sure we'll talk more about Harlequins here in a minute, but it's just, it, it was rough. I did not, my opponents were great. I want to make that really clear. I, I really enjoyed my opponents. I did not enjoy what they were playing. It was not. Did they, did they both have game. nine board weavers? No, they did not. And that's the thing, right? Like they, they had, they had some, but they also had, yeah. they each had a bike squad in there. Um, and so, but I was, it was kind of cool because like the internet was talking about, you know, the win-loss rate for Harlequins over the weekend. And at one point, like non-mirror match Harlequins, it was like 56 and three. And I was like, two of those losses were from me. And so I was kind of <laughs> like, yeah, baby. Um, I think that data also said that the armies with bikes were clearly the inferior armies. 100%. And had, 
they're like they were the ones that were taking losses yeah and that's oh it. yeah because yeah. they were just yeah yeah because yeah. i mean like my mvp unit for the weekend were d cannons without a doubt uh, because the both way D cannons are gross because I can make them plus one to hit and reroll one yeah. right, with those two different stratagems, but uh, yep. Harlequins just don't care about either of them. So think about it. A unit of three D cannons on average is going to do six shots into a void weavers. They're going to hit with three of them. They're going to, they're going to wound with two of them. They'll save one of them. So at most, at most a 195 point unit is killing one. That's it. Uh, that, I mean, just the point efficiency is, is absurd. So yeah, I was three and zero going into the final round, um, which is the first time at Adepticon I was in a position to make it to day two. Yeah, uh, and then I played uh, just a Necron like flayed one horde list. Everything was obsec, and um, and again I I made sure to make my frustrations clear with the tournament staff, which is why I'm comfortable saying it here as well. So with that against that list, you have to win in the bottom three turns, right? Because they're just going to out pressure you on the board in the first two turns. Cause everything's obsec. So yeah. I, I needed to get my points turns three, four, five. So Adepticon was using the kind of GW style where they call out your, your time checkpoints, right? Like you should be done with turn one at this point. You should be done with turn two at this point. You should be done with turn three. So we're listening to that and we're on pace, right? Like when they said you should be done with turn one, we were done with turn one. Same thing with turn two. They announced you should be done with turn three. And we're like, cool, man. We're And I was kind of worried because my opponent was slow. He was very <laughs> slow. And also, whenever he did wounds, he wouldn't tell me how many wounds he did. He would pick them up and hand them to me. And I'm like, what do you just tell me how many wounds there are, man? Like, let me roll my dice. But we look, they call turn three. They're like, all right, you should be done with turn three. Move on to turn four. And when they called that, we looked at the timer because they also had a timer going. And there was 10 minutes left in the round total. That's it. And so I grabbed the judge and I'm like, are we done in 10 minutes? You just said we need to finish round three. Like, how are we supposed to finish two rounds in 10 minutes? And they, and they were like, it's a hard dice down in 10 minutes, wherever you are, that's where you are. And Uh. so we only played three and a half turns. I didn't get by bottom of four. I didn't get turn five and halfway to turn halfway through turn three. He only had two squads and his characters left. Like I easily would have won that game, but they were just hard dice down. That's it. And so I was super frustrated with that situation because, again, against that matchup, you know, I mean, I kind of dodged a bullet because I would have played John Lennon next round and he was running the nine bolts. So it's like, all right, that's fine. So <laughs> I, it, it made me feel a little salty at the end because, you know, when you make that mistake as a TO, you need to accommodate your players. And especially it was the last round of the night, right? It wasn't like I was going to be, it wasn't like we were going to be holding up another round and right. it was to play for day two. So, you know, like if that were to happen at Bug Eater, I would have said, play the game out because we made that mistake. And they even said they're like, oh, yeah, LOL, we were totally behind on our, our on our timer calls. That's on us. I'm like, it is on you. So accommodate me. And they refused. They said it was a hard dice down. So, so yeah, I finished three I have, one. I have an honest question. Honest yeah. question. All I've ever heard is shit show stories for Adepticon, right? Be it terrain, be it judging be it timers, dice down, player bullshit, et cetera, et cetera. Why would you, why do people on a mass scale like come out in droves to support something when they consider it a shit show? Someone help me understand this. It's all, all these speak for me. You know, Adepticon was like the first big event that I ever remember, right? Like that we got hyped to go to Adepticon. And, you know, going back for me this year was, primarily for the team tournament 
and to see people again. Um, I've, 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 I said repeatedly this weekend, I'm not coming back for the champs. I'm not because it was, it was not a fun experience. Uh, that four rounds in one day is brutal. We do four rounds in one day, buggy eater. We're done at seven 30. Yeah. We do four rounds of bug at Adepticon. We were done at 11 PM. Oh, so it's like, you get done late, you know, you, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I'll tell you, bam, to answer your question, I don't see people turning out in droves next year. I think it really, because in the three years since they've had an Adepticon, there's a lot more events that are run a lot better. And the standard that people hold them to is higher. And so I don't think, I don't think you're going to see people back. I really don't. You will. Not as many is what I'm saying. No, there's Adepticon is full of um, filthy Obvious. casuals. Yeah. Obvious. Filthy casuals is yes. the correct term. So there's, there's tons of them. So there's going to be, there's, you know, there was, there's, there's, it's, they're going to fill up again, but it's just going to be the casual players. You're just going to, yeah, that's fair. You're not know any better. The, the team tournament, if you haven't experienced it, the two be, playing 2v2, playing with a buddy, like throwing bouncing it's, it's ideas so off each other, it is actually real enjoyable. While it can be difficult because sometimes your personalities can clash, but you know, I really enjoy being like, you know, what, what do you think about like, like this? And then in like creating a plan to beat these guys, like we played uh custodes and tau a couple times this weekend and we we're yeah. able to beat them with orcs because we're the missions are wonky and so and, and for the team tournament and, and i don't think they'll be i think in in the new uh future they'll be less wonky because i think they're going to get uh people that are going to run the, the the champs and the team a little bit differently uh next year but you know drinking with your buddy bouncing ideas off seeing you know watching yep. your other buddies do well it's it's actually really enjoyable the chance has always been garbage and it's it was the first like or not first but it was one of those pinnacle tournaments and i think there's a stigma like it's like most of the guys like like the literally for the first three rounds you're literally sometimes playing guys that haven't been to events man or haven't yep. done anything like this and then, and so it's like it, you you hate to be like well if i'm throwing a clock down I, i'm gonna keep you on pace like you hate to be that way but you almost have to be because you're playing so many people that aren't used to that kind of fast-paced game or 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 or, or like wanting the other yep. person to get their five turns yep so. well and i'll tell like there, there were other things like those of you that have been to adepticon know that like one of the best parts of adepticon was bit swap night like where you could just go and sell stuff or buy stuff from they got rid of it this year so like i couldn't even find good deals like there were like i didn't even i was hoping to go there and get some you know and, and get some stuff um for a few different projects i'm working on and they got rid of it you know and so yeah i just but i will echo scott the team tournament format even with the wonky missions i had a blast on saturday and sunday like that's yeah. worth the jank it's fun playing with a partner so i mean that would be yeah i'm going i'm going back next year but it's only for teams and then you can all, you know, I mean, and you, you'll, you'll find some of the teams that are like casuals that are actually trying to do good that kind of be try to be, you know, kind of weird about the rules and stuff like that. And it's it's fun to call them out. It's fun to like try to just yep. steamroll them. And, and, and the people that are really trying to go for it just try to ruin their day sometimes. It's just kind of enjoyable. Yep. You did three and one, though, Tim. That was pretty good. So, yeah, I was happy with yeah. it. And I mean, it was nice to get more game. I definitely felt more confident on playing Eldar than I did even at Free State, you know, where I definitely made some mistakes. And um, it's it's something I want to 
I mean, I want to keep with it. Yeah, I'm happy with with how I did. It's just how that how the champs ended just left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. So yeah, yeah. This is the first year I actually haven't done the champs, and just driving up on Friday, you know, getting there like 4 p.m. was honestly great. Like I just immediately started drinking, you know, just started seeing the friends and start bullshit and didn't have to worry about anything. So yep, yep. I think that's the way to get, way to do it. Yeah, because I on Sunday I was dragging right because it was day four, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so like I feel like I would enjoy the team tournament even more if I just skipped the champs on Thursday. Yeah, it's fair. So let's, uh, Sherwin made the top cut, which he's he not did. on tonight. So, but congrats to Ben if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, top sixteen's uh, quite a deal. He you took know, five, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He took then, it uh, with his shorts around the ankles against Harley. Yeah, don't 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 die by clowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I caught them, I caught them like halfway through the champs or whatever, and, and Ben was playing. I was like, hey, how's he doing or whatever? And he's like, not good. It was yeah, it was I saw a lot of the other guys' stuff still on the board. So Yeah. But good job. Ben. Matt Robinson the last round in his yeah. last game. Yeah. And that's coming off of, you know, shot around at OVO. So he's consistently getting up there lately. So, yeah. Yep. A- well, and that was a bugaboo. He had been, Ben had been close a number of years to making that top cut Adepticon and never quite got there. And so I think he was pretty happy about finally yeah. being able to achieve that goal. So yeah. I was happy. I was really happy for him. Good. Let's get to team Scott. That's uh, That seems to be where you your money's made or your, your happiness is gained. You, yes. you want to run through teams a little bit and back and forth with Tim some? So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go. There's there's obviously 10 games I could run through. But, uh, you know, like I said, my first three games on day one, I, I played I played one of the team members on every team had this, like their first tournament, their, their first ever like game. It, mm-hmm. Like it was it was weird. So it was just kind of like teaching them, showing them game and then just, you know, playing the game out. Uh, my last two rounds, uh, like I said, we played Custodes and Tau. And our last round, our last round of the day for the teams was on Sunday was the probably the worst game I've ever played because of that terrain. Tau picked, <laughs> picked up yeah. my whole half of my army turn one, and I literally didn't have to roll a fucking another dice <laughs> after turn one. On, on round five. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I just wanted to walk around. I was like, you got this. I told Avery, I was like, you got all the rest of this. I'm not even going to help you. But yeah, we ended up going seven and three overall. I, we don't know what the, what the pairings was. As soon as, as soon as round five was done for us, we, you know, like I said, both of us were, both of our t- tables were tabled by like round, by turn three. So we just got out of there, cut out of there early. We didn't get to see what the true placements were. What about you, Tim? Yeah, so I played with um, uh, Matt Root, Ben, and uh, Scott. Uh, you got the, some hardware, too. We did, yeah. Uh, this was my – I've done team tournament a long time, um, but this was my third time playing with Matt and Ben, and then our fourth has always kind of rotated a little bit. So we had done Nids and then Orcs, and then this year we did Eldar, and we actually tried to get a little fluffy with it. So, like, each of us – had one of the aspect hosts. So like I had Karandis and striking scorpions and then oh, cool. Ben had Baharoth and swooping Hawks, you know, like we each tried to, and we had like, you know, some Rangers and a wave serpent to kind of round it out. But, you know, the goal was to be a little bit unique with it, which was, which was fun. Um, and I had uh, a super blast 
uh, we played a really dope uh, uh, Chaos Space Marine team round one who were just, you know, clearly there to have a good time. Uh, we played some scrubs in round two. Uh, no, Karaoke boys. It was uh, Jeff and Connor and Morgan. And who was their fourth? Total new. John, that was his second game when he played y'all. Yeah. So uh, John, yeah, John was super chill. And I hope John sticks with 40K. He looked like he was having a good time. Like it looked like every time he was rolling dice, he was getting super hyped about it. But yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to give those boys infinite a hard time because they came up to us and like oh man we're just here to have a good time and we're like oh yeah what are you running and they're like harlequins and tau and i'm like you are not just here to have a good time <laughs> you already harlequins and tau uh and so no but they were i mean they were they were fun we had a good time um we so we, yeah we we 40 nilled both of our games round one and then we split um in my game uh against morgan and john we won 40 nothing because we went first because that was a cool mechanic, by the way, that I liked that Adepticon did this year. So the two captains yeah. roll off, and then one team gets to go first, and one team gets to go second, right? So like, if I win the roll off, I choose which of my pairs is going to get to go first, uh, and so that way, you know, you're not getting hosed on both tables, right? So they won the roll, and they wanted Jeff and Connor to go first uh, on the other table, and they skunked us. So we lost forty nil forty on that table. We won forty nil. And then the next game we played double custodies. Uh, it was Goat Boys team, uh, and they go hard in the paint on theme. So they're like the team Tiki. So they gave us a bunch of lays, and they gave us oh, a bunch yeah, of yeah. special shot glasses. And they, at that point, they were two and zero in making one of their opponents pass out before the game was done because they were giving out that much alcohol, which I think is a very impressive stat. What What was um, the drink they were giving out this year? I, I don't know because I don't drink. So they, I was just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> all I know is it was way strong because like Scott, Ben, yeah. and Matt all drank it. And they were like, did you put juice in this? Because this is not, where, where is the juice? Um, but yeah, no, we won 40 nil on both of our tables. And Goat Boy like rage quit because Ben just was messing with him with Baharath the whole time. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just like, because he would just like run into Kaveh and be like, stab a custodies and then fly away and then goat boy would just be like ah which by the way they were all super chill opponents awesome guys and then day two we played uh custodies a uh, custodies and drukari team also interesting Yay. uh and, and we skunked those guys and then we played team canada in round five uh to finish out and we scott and i lost 17 to 23 and matt and ben won 23 to 17 so like we straight <laughs> drew between the two tables which was super cool also really cool opponents and um so yeah we took home some hardware so the one thing i like about adepticon teams is they have lots of things you can shoot shoot for yeah. so like best theme best painted best general best, but also they have like the old school tertiaries so like uh, slay the warlord first blood and linebreaker and if you go perfect on them you're up for the award with battle points being the tiebreaker so we went 10 for 10, getting line breaker every time, courtesy of Baharas, because that mission is stupid easy when you have that guy in your army. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just make sure I'm in your deployment zone last turn. So, yeah, we took home the aggressors, and we got cool medals and prize support and stuff. So, yeah, no, it was, it was a good time. Yeah, and then uh, the, the guys you played round two, uh, Jeff and them, they, the 40 karaoke, they got best sportsmanship, which was which was Did shocking they? With, 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 with Tao and 
Uh, good. Yeah, that's a good sign. We yeeted as soon as our award was done. <laughs> we we got out. <laughs> we were like, we're going because I had a long drive ahead of me. So yeah, as soon as I got table, I was like, I'm piecing. Yep, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. And uh, and then, Fort Worth, Columbia got best traditional display. I see. Yeah, Ben, uh, the guy who runs Memo Maelstrom, and his uh, boys got best traditional display. What was their got, display? Which one was it? Uh, De Campa gets that was the oh that like was cool. G- Gork or uh, head I think or I can't remember with the with the bridge coming over with all the orcs coming across the bridge. Yep, it's pretty cool. Good. Let's, uh, anything else from Depticon we need to hit on? You think low, low, lows highs. Good time. No, it's a lot uh, of drinking, man. For me, the at least. The quarterly update needs to come out sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, no shit. I, I saw the meme. You know, then there's the Bond meme too, where it's basically just everybody with their their Harlequin clown cars. Okay, that shit was uh, funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but to do the the funny was watching John Lennon get get beat by someone who you know basically he was being paid to coach. <laughs> you know, just uh, dude, too many of the tricks, dude. That dude I, got I his money. I sent you guys worth. several pictures over the weekend about that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was—I don't know, man. Like, that's not even fun to watch, though. Like, I tried no. to—you know—the War Games Live guy does a good stream, and uh, I like watching the games. And you know, I don't think he knows 40k super well, but like, he does a good stream. You know, so I like yes, tuning does. in and watching, see what's going on, and like those games are just fucking boring to watch. Like yeah. it, it's not even fun to watch. It doesn't look like 40k, you know. It looks like a, right. a, a swarm of bees on a fucking hive, you know, just just hoping not yep. to die. You know, yep. just... at least at least with the war games stream, we get at least the player commentary. I'd rather hear players talk. I mean, that at least that yeah, at least true. makes the game interesting because you at least hear what, yeah. they're, what they're thinking. Besides, yeah. just two people trying to talk over each other the whole time. Yep. Good. Well, guys, we probably uh, we're probably getting about time. Uh, I know that uh, there's some announcements for uh, a KC Cup. Uh, I'm gonna have Nate on himself to talk about that. Uh, basically, uh, you can you can go be the king of Kansas City if you want to. So, but uh, let's do some Lord Marshall standings and then uh, get the get the hell out of here. All right, let's see if I can get this without messing up my my gimmick here. Dan, right. you play any games lately? Dang I just did a test game versus Cookie. With How'd that the, go? How's playing uh, I took 10 Wraith Blades, and they did nothing. <laughs> I've, I'm dropping the Wraith Blades from my list. Oh, no. I mean, they, they, were, they were fine. Like, Cookie couldn't come in the middle of the board, so they just literally... Just camped in the middle of the board and you could never come near the middle. So they, they did their job. But uh no, I just tested out kind of a weird uh Wraith Blades and just bike spam, like a triple farseer list. So just testing out some different different things, some shining spears, stuff like that. But it was, okay, it was I, told you, I told you shining spears are good. You said that was a shit take. Like it's a hot take. I mean they just they didn't do anything, just died, so <laughs> so that others may live all right guys i got the standings up let's uh let's start out with the team rankings man number five for the lord marshall conference is the warhogs uh number four for uh observance of hermits who the fuck is that 
I got the commissioner doesn't even know who that team is. It's insane. <laughs> Apparently, they're number. I've four seen. I've seen on there, but I can't remember who's who's actually associated with it. I mean, they're not doing bad. They got ten scores. They're uh, they're in fourth. So hopefully, it's not like some you know basement dudes turning out games or something. But uh, <laughs> I'll probably get me some. I'll get a nasty message tomorrow all over that. Probably uh, number third is uh, Frozen North Gaming. Number sec number two is the Flying Monkeys. Where's Nixa Games? I don't know. All their all yeah. their scores are from Meta Games and Nixa Games. I think th- those are both in uh, Springfield, uh, Missouri. Oh. Missouri, yeah. Ah. Missouri. It's the Missouri part of the state. And then uh, Missouri guys one, get it right. Number one, uh, Tim and Dan's team, the Outlanders. Good job, Outlanders. That's right. Is that you mean Tim and Dan? Tim and Dan. Tim's got some decent scores in there for him. So I do. And the monkeys are right behind you guys, about yep. about fourteen points. So it's a, it's it's nice. That's a good, that's te- a good uh, club competition. It is. There's some. There's some good. That, that's good to see that tight like that. You'll you'll see our our club come back up there pretty soon someday. Do it, Scott. Do it. All right. And uh, Lord Marshall standings uh, number ten. Uh, Mycroft Holmes number nine. Uh, Kyle motherfucking McCord. Number eight, uh, Tim Royers. Good job, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, number seven, Kyle Thompson. Number six, myself. Uh, number Good five, job, Jeff Husser. Number four, John and Delicate. Number three, Chris Campbell. I don't know who Chris is. Have you guys met him? Do you know who it is? No. Okay. Number two, Cam Hawkins. And number one, the uh, the still still top floor Marshall can he be dethroned a Dan fucking Salmons so he's already uh, he's already started on a, a terror this year with GTs so we'll see if he can continue such a such an activity I might just take a break with you guys catch up <laughs> oh is that it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're just you're just realizing it's taking longer to paint your towel than you realize is that it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have to admit, Dan did do a pretty good troll for uh for Free State when uh he signed yeah. up as uh when he signed up as Tal. When yeah. I went there and I saw that, I was like, that <laughs> son of a bitch. There's no way. But uh yeah, it did make me laugh about it. So I would never. Uh Steve Henderson said uh they're out of Branson. So oh, okay. Uh, Chris is the TO of the That's what I meant. Yeah, not Springfield. yeah. Still Missouri. Yes, it's still Missouri. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so we got uh, tickets for Monkey are still up. How's the, how's Bug Eater looking, Tim? Good. We're at I think uh, ninety sold right now. So we're we're getting to that triple digit mark here, which is awesome. Nice. nice. Good deal. What's what's going on your way, Scott? You guys got anything up and coming? Uh, no. The only one I did want to talk about, my buddy Mike, one that I played uh, the team tournament with, he runs a place called the War Room down in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. They're hosting an event. Unfortunately, it, it, it is also June 4th and 5th, uh, but it's in Memphis, so it's like, you know, completely opposite. But uh, yeah. I just want to give him a shout out and let him know it's a, it's a great event. It's a great store. If you guys uh, are down in that area, you should check it out. Which one are you going to? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? We want it on record. Branson Brawl, that's right. <laughs> no, I'm going to bug you, dude. Get the fuck out of here. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try not to take spontaneous naps at Buggy either this year. That's my goal. <laughs> I'm gonna try my to feed you as many to watch pocket you like shots as possible. Catch it when you do. Uh, not to. Uh, hey, if I don't play Colin McDade again, I won't be so fucking exhausted. I get narcolepsy. So. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. If you're looking for a probably a smaller size GT, uh, Hero Complex here in Wichita, it's got a GT coming up in May. Uh, so the Hero Complex GT, I think, is how it's listed in BCP. Uh, my buddy Derek is running it over there. Um, I took second at it last year. I'm not going to be able to go this year because I'm going to be going to the, I think, the GAW up in Seattle. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but all right, guys. Uh, anything closing? Anything you want to add? Throw on there. Uh, don't uh, be an Age of Sigmar TO at Adepticon. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh. Shots fired. Oh, yeah, dude, for real, dude. Get the fuck out of here. That's so disappointing for that person. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty so dis- disappointing. Pretty disrespectful. Well, we, can, we can talk about that. Let's go ahead and talk about that since Stan threw it out there. Uh, Dan, you want to say what happened? And then we can say it's most of us in here ran tournaments. We can talk about what we would have done. They just uh, uh, awarded, they used, I don't know some shitty software or something to calculate their final scores and gave out the uh, best overall award to the wrong person. And then, so a day, you know, yesterday or something like that, then they, I don't, it's kind of hard to tell for sure, but it almost kind of reads like they didn't even contact the person. They just, they, maybe they did. I don't know for sure, but then they made an announcement. This is the person who won the ticket to go to the end of the year GW event thing. So they uh, finale, yeah, yeah, the big finale. They, so they gave it to a person, and they, twenty four hours later, took it away and said, "Oh, we scored wrong, so you don't get to go." So, and yeah. what what I said is I stand by it, and it's what I was alluding to with my round in champs. When the mistake is on the to, you got to do things to accommodate, right? You you give awards to both, you give a spot to both, and you don't screw over somebody. Because you made the mistake. It's a yeah. horrible way to resolve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I guarantee you it went down that way because the TO is allowed to be sort of passive aggressive about it because they will may or may not ever see this other person ever again. Right. Cause yeah. they left the event already. I don't know who that is, but, but they're off in the world somewhere. And it's easier to do that than it is to go to your boss at GW and have to have a face to face and say, oh, hey, I fucked up. We need to uh, uh, do something about this. No one want, they don't want to do that. So instead, no, I mean, you got to fucking own up to that shit, man. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, people I'm, are fucking bitches. Mistakes. No one, no one takes accountability anymore. Clearly, yeah, Tio's included. That's my thing. Is like you just that's when you just eat. It's like you got to eat it. You just yep. you got you, know, you made the fuck up. Fix it, man. Yeah, so, like well, say, hey, I was a fucking dumbass. My bad. And you and you have the chance to build goodwill, right? Like people would have been like, oh, that's cool. You're letting both of those guys go. Like you had yeah. a chance to actually like make a win out of your mistake. And instead yeah. you dug your hole deeper. And now people, now think about how many people knew nothing about the age of Sigmar tournament at Adepticon. And now the only thing they know is that it was terribly run. Right? That's their impression. My, myself included. Right. It's burned into their brains. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's a, uh, you know, I think the thing too, the point we didn't maybe touch on yet is, this also isn't like some struggling brick and mortar FLG. No, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, it's one of the big premier events in the United States. So, you know, yeah, sure. It costs money. Yeah, sure. It might be a little bit, 
you know, expenses you didn't plan for. But most big events on that scale, you should have a little bit of a budget for like an oh shit, you know, and that's definitely an oh shit that you just got to eat at that scale. You know, it's like I can understand if it was like some shop, you know, and they had a cash prize and they could only give it to one person, you know, not coming up with another cash prize because it's a small shop. But that's not the case. You know, it's a big ass event, man. It's solid, huge ass event. So I don't think I mean, like even. Like bug eater, I have the budget to double my prize support for the winner if I needed to. Like I could eat it, right? Like I wouldn't be happy about it, but I could. And if I can do that, Adepticon can certainly do that. Yep. Yeah, but you're not gonna. <laughs> you're not gonna make that mistake. So fair, fair. <laughs> for some reason, I picture that insurance guy with like the fishing line and the dollar bill. Like you know, <laughs> wolves almost got it. You know, it's just. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Right, it'll be quicker. The same, same Adepticon that uh, had three years off and didn't build a single piece of train for 40k too. So, right, yeah. Uh, gotta, yeah gotta, hey, I'm gonna say this, man. You motherfuckers out there, like, like, get your terrain straight, man. This is stupid. Like, it's stupid at this point. Like, we're not new in this edition. We're a couple years into this edition now. Mm-hmm. You guys know how the shit works. Like, fix your fucking terrain. Like, if you're still, like, bringing out boxes that you were throwing on tables in 7th edition and 8th edition without updating them, without counting the pieces of terrain, without laying it out and looking, seeing what it looks like as a ninth edition table, you're fucking wrong. Like, just stop. Like, all these events are rolling off of, like, reputations and setups that they had, like, two, three years ago thinking that like players are just going to roll in and they don't have to invest in that shit. If you run an event worth this goddamn salt, you should be updating your fucking train. You should be working on it. Like our train for monkey, Matt Neely is working on that shit right now. Yeah, like right now. Putting together 10 and, tables worth of train for bug eater. Right. And, and our event is in September. Like September yep. is our fucking event. And that dude is right now straight up making sure we don't have fucked up tables for monkey. Like that, when you run an event that size and you have that many people coming and not buying cheap ass tickets, spending four or five hundred dollars for the weekend between food, room, your bullshit event, you know, you could put a couple of fucking pieces of building on that table for them to have a better player experience. Mm-hmm. And there are too many fucking TOs I've seen lately that are, that are just stupid with that. They need to fix it and get it right. Well, uh, uh, I mean, they were so busy during 2020 and 2021. Like, when were they going to find the time to make some terrain? There's so much, so much else going on, you know? Yeah. It's- and it's, I mean, everyone will have a fucking excuse, right? But whatever. Well, so all the events are just getting there. They keep, you know, not Adepticon, I guess, but, you know, everyone's trying to up the size of their event and up the size yeah. of their event, but doesn't yeah. want to put the work associated in. work. Yeah. And take that money. You sell the extra tickets and fucking build you some tables. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not hard to build up to like you know thirty five tables and just try to do that for like a couple years while you build up you know another twenty five tables or whatever whatever you're trying whatever number you're trying to get to yep. you know so that was sure ones in the chat he said we're all playing the same missions time you know to standardize that train too that's not a bad idea standardized train wouldn't suck but nope. what were you saying Dan see the other thing I noticed I was trying to pull it up is like uh, you know speaking of events getting bigger like I'm pretty sure. The um, the the GW events this year are bigger. I think they were going four hundred people for forty k. Yeah. So, which is funny because there's like a now a chance that you're going to end up with two undefeated people. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. but which is kind of weird. So which well, this too. Kansas City one should sell out. I mean, that's the one I'm confident will sell out. Yeah, I looked today and uh, it didn't look like the ones on the West Coast sold out yet. So I think, I think that it's... now that Adepticon's done, they'll start pushing their own events pretty hard here. You would hope at yeah. least. I mean, they yeah. just didn't give people a lot of notice and agreed. Uh, yeah, and but now. As of two days ago, people are like, "Well, maybe, uh, maybe I don't want to spend all that money to go to one of those big." <laughs> well, events. that's why I think but that now, we might see the the balance slate early is because it's going to eat into GW's bottom line if they don't. Right? I've talked to plenty of people who are like, "Yeah, I'm going to stay away from this until we until the meta gets fixed." You know, and so we'll see. Yeah, but there'll always be a new oppressor out there, man. I mean, just right. But the thing that's fundamentally distinct about light Harlequins. And it was even true about Tau. It was, we had this conversation this weekend with a few different folks. Like back when, like, Drakari were not, were in their original OP form, their liquefier form, I at least mm-hmm. could take bodies off the table, right? Like, I at least could engage the army and do stuff, even in a loss. And the thing that made playing those Harlequins this past weekend exhausting for me was that. I didn't really feel like I was fully playing the game, right? And that's the thing that uniquely I think is creating the problem that we're seeing yeah. right now. So yeah. I going going back to your point, Tim, I agree with you. You know, my game five at a at Free State with that deployment, that dude was basically able to move like all the bodyguard suits, all the broadsides, all the crisis suits up. And it did not matter where I had models on the board, what building they were behind, what kind of terrain it had. He just basically rolled dice and I picked up models. Yes. You know, and, and it didn't matter where he moved those models to. They just had to be within that so many inches and be able to just do their shit, you know? And, and it's like, it was the most like, it was like, cool. I guess I, I'm done. Like, I'm good. I don't care what I have in reserves. I'm not fighting for these points. If you don't even need to see my models, and you can roll that many dice. I, I can't play the same game that you're playing. Like you, you're playing a completely different game from me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and that's and that's part of the, the the issue with that army. And what's funny is like two of the armies that are the most non-interactive. You know, the the Harlequins are the ones that shit on the other non-interactive army. Agrees. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. But. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's call her there. Uh, good episode tonight, guys. Good talk. Yeah. Good chat. Good chat. Um, yes, sir. Around the horn. Uh, one more shout out for uh, uh, Mike's Mike's tournament down there, Scott. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> Warm Hobbies uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. They're going to do like Memphis barbecue on Saturday night, and then after three rounds, they're going to go to three uh, brackets, I think, and then the top player gets uh, five hundred bucks in cash. The winner gets yeah. five hundred bucks. Is that Horner? My corner. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. He runs a good yeah. man, so you guys have fun. Um, I like I say, get tickets for Monkey, uh, Hero Complex DT, shout out Derek's event. Go see it. Buggy, they're still available. Um, it's shaping up to be a good season. So, And, uh, dude, Alex, I, I wish I could John Madden because I would just draw eyeballs on the top of Alex's head and, like, a <laughs> face or something. <laughs> so, but, uh I was gonna say it's got like dude alex is uh alex my homie man like uh, he was in my wedding i was in his and uh it's good to have my buddy back on the table playing 40k yeah in spite of what this shit meta is right now so if we get if we get a drop i'll probably buy tickets to bug eater if one is available and uh derek's so no you probably just show up they'd probably have space for you 
yeah, that's probably true. Away. So, all right, guys. Remember, four gaming was easy. It would be your mom, and uh, be good to each other, man. Be good to each other. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> <laughs>